It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Plausibly live from New York. It's a show that is headed to the parade. I can't wait. I would wait if I were you. <laughs> we're going to be below. I, I, don't know about you. I shouldn't even go. You oh, still go. No, you've got to go. But, yeah, it's going to be a little rough. I think the people in the Midwest are nice. That's true. Uh, today, Mahomes looking at a three-peat, the one surprising element standing in his way. Meanwhile, Micah Parsons unironically says that the Cowboys need to, quote, cut out the extra stuff while doing a podcast <laughs> from Radio Row in Las Vegas. Will this work? And finally, a way too early edition of Mahomes Mountain it's for next year. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, it's going to be a great one. It's going to be an all-time. Well, he was just in the Super Bowl. I know. I'm, I, I can't wait. I think Nick's coming around. I don't know. I saw an early early copy of it. <laughs> Alongside oh, Chris Bessard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, any surprises on Mahomes Mountain? Uh, yeah. The, the people who didn't make it. Some of my favorites that weren't able to make it. It's a it's a busy mountain this time of year. We're full of optimism. True. It's an off season, and the guys who were college players are now pros, so they got to get in there. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. They're pros now. Well, yeah, they're gonna be. It's a way too early 2024. They will be in 2024. Check your calendar. Uh, We start with a three-peat question mark. Chiefs are only the ninth team in the history of the NFL to go back to back, and no team has ever three-peated. Nevertheless, Mahomes says it's in his sights. Take a listen. It's legendary. I mean, just um, to be able to, no one's ever done it. And uh, we knew it's legendary to win back-to-back. I think eight other teams had done it. Um, we had heard it all week. We had talked to the guys about it. And we felt like we had the, the best opportunity that we had ever had to, to go out there and do that. And I fell short the year before. And so, I mean, all you can do is come back next year with a fresh mindset, knowing it's going to be even harder. Okay, so the Chiefs are the ninth team, Nick. Yep. Three, nobody ever made it even back to the Super Bowl, never mind win it. Three teams mm-hmm. missed the playoffs entirely. Mm-hmm. What's the number one reason the Chiefs won't repeat if they don't? If they were to not do it, the, the most obvious answer, and I think the right answer, is if Chris Jones leaves. Uh-huh. And I'm not arguing they can't do it without him. I am arguing they wouldn't have three Super Bowls without him. That's true. That Chris Jones, you can go through each and every playoff run. And it was weird because up until last year, he had never had a playoff sack, but still had his fingerprints all over these postseason runs. The first Super Bowl against the Niners, Jimmy Garoppolo went in the fourth quarter, had three passes tipped or knocked down. Chris Jones. You know what I mean? When the Chiefs mm-hmm. were yeah. trying the comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, AFC title game. Burrow has the ball, tie game, minute left, and it looks like he's going to drive the field. Chris Jones gets the sack, and in this playoff run, obviously, the push of Deion Dawkins into Josh Allen when he had someone open right before the Tyler Bass miss, and I thought he wreaked havoc in the game this weekend. So if Chris Jones leaves, that is a big hole to fill. They could also lose Snead, who as great as McDuffie was in the playoffs and everything, and Snead was the best corner in the league this year. But they have drafted so well at that spot, and they're so deep at that spot, that I think they could overcome that more easily than Chris. It wouldn't be a death blow either one of them, but that would be the most obvious. What I don't think is going to happen, Brew, is about someone else overtaking them. I don't. If they don't win, it's not going to be because, oh, the Chargers under Harbaugh finally, you know what I mean? Got, now, they could Somebody be good and could be better, better but this I, because of the path they had this year, Even if the Chargers were to win the division Mm -hmm. and the Chiefs were to have to be on the road the whole way, would anybody feel comfortable 
picking against them on the road in round one or two or three. And so I don't think it's going to be that Baltimore is going to be better. They've just lost their offense their defensive coordinator, and they had the best possible year you could imagine from their defense. I don't know if Cincinnati is going to have T. Higgins back and their offensive coordinator is gone, and you have the Burrow injury risk. So it would be about the, you know, the randomness of a football game sure. or – a Hall of Famer, because Chris Jones now a Hall of Famer, leaves, yes. and they were unable to replace him. And I will say this. I, it'll be interesting to see where Jones goes. If I'm him, look, I'm trying to get paid. He's got his two Super Bowls. Like you said, three. He's, he's got three, three yeah. Super Bowls. He's a Hall of Famer. And so now it's like, let me get the most money I can. It's not like for his position you, you count the rings like you do for a quarterback. Sure. That's why even Tyreek – I'm sure he misses being in these moments, but at the same time, he got this huge payday. So I don't know where what he feels as far as should I have left or not. So I think now if I'm Jones, I'd give a little bit of a so discount. So that was going right. to be my If it's only a little bit, sure, a couple million less, sure. But if it's a big difference, he's probably gone. And Snead, of course, too. I think and Snead's I, never been paid. Right. Snead has to go get the money. Chris is on a, the end of a four-year, $80 million deal. Snead was a mid-round pick on the end of his rookie deal. Snead, like this, I don't think Snead can take any discount. Right. Chris, it, we'll see what he wants to do. But go yep. ahead, sorry. No, the, uh, complacency is obviously always a question mark. You think the Chiefs are going to be complacent? No, I, Mahomes will not be complacent. I love what he's saying, like, we were talking about only eight teams have, you know, repeated. And, like, they're aware. Clearly he is aware, and I think Kelsey and the leadership is aware of the history. And they're not afraid of it. In fact, Mahomes is chasing the history, which I think is great. But, I, but some of the other players possibly could get a little bit complacent. That's always a challenge when you've, you know, won a couple championships. But I'll say this, Nick. Look, as much as the receiver stepped up, and I know Hardman's a free agent. Yep. Um, and they might Ricky not have James, I think, is, yeah, MBS Ricky James, I think, is a free agent. So they're going to have some new receivers. I still – I want them to go get, like, if they can, like a top-flight receiver because I, mm. I, I still think that could be an issue as well. Obviously, Mahomes is overcoming now really two years pretty much. So it's not something that – it's not insurmountable, but I still would like them to go. Rasheed is obviously good. I'm not totally convinced he's a number one. I like more of a deep threat for a number one. So I think that's something they, well, they need to look at. Before you too. go, Wilds, can I ask you a question on that exact note? Because I do think Rasheed's a number one, but he's not a take the top off the defense right, type of guy. Right. He's more of a yards after catch guy. If Brett Veach had to make the choice this offseason, I can sign T. Higgins and lose Chris Jones. No. Or I can bring back Chris Jones and do what you know, and and not bring it for not just not bringing T Higgins, but not bringing any high priced receiver. Like so, to me, I would definitively. I apologize. Several days. I just like no. I, my, <laughs> oh my uh, god! No, it was my phone. It was everything. I apologize. Um, I would without question bring back Chris Jones. I agree. So you, agree. so you're because the they've shown team. two years in a row now, and it's know. just such a hard position to develop right. if you're not drafting blue chippers at the top of the draft, like mm -hmm. those standout D line. And okay. those guys will probably get better. Yeah, some of the other receivers. Two things. One, I think you target a wide receiver in the draft. I mean, obviously Puka is year. like a, and it's a good, you know, yeah. such a, a superstar. Draft, but I think Mahomes can take a level, let's say, eight guy and turn him into ten oh, guy. Yeah. Take a six guy, yeah. turn him into an eight guy. Here's the other thing, and it's not the sexiest reason, but it's actually the reason. And Andy Reid after the game um, talking about winning again. Got to have a good offseason, then a good training camp, then the ball shaped kind of funny. It's got to bounce for you in the right direction. It's a lot of luck. It's not a great analysis, but it's a lot of luck. Like, when did the Super Bowl turn? The, you're going to say the, the punt. The punt. And it's just, it wasn't was even a, a bad random. play. It's just a random play, and all of a sudden, Mahomes gets the ball, Mahomes touchdown, and that almost like flipped the switch for him. I know we're going to talk about Brady in a second. There's so many instances of just Lady luck falling in your way, favor, and then sometimes, you know, football gods, it's got to go the other way. And I also agree, you know, the harder you work, the luckier you get. I buy all that. They'll always be in position, but one of these lucky breaks is going to have to bounce the wrong way. It's not going to be the Chiefs' fault. Yeah, no, they're, they're, luck is necessary, but Mahomes is also that good. Like, he is mm -hmm. levels above so, everybody else. So Can, that can, can I do a quick history thing here? Yeah. The teams who had a chance and why they didn't. Because I think it's instructive. Mm -hmm. All right, so the Packers, Vince Lombardi retired. 
Then, by the way, they had run a they bunch. They did a three. They, they did, but it was yeah. just back-to-back Super Bowls. Right, and then the championship the it, year before Exactly. That. But so Miami went to three straight, but they lost on the front end. So they had won back-to-back oh, what happened to them the next year. The famous sea of hands play 28-26 into the game. So they were – that's kind of what you're yeah. talking about. They were right. good enough, right. and they lost an epic game everyone remembers. Pittsburgh had two shots at it, right, the, the steel curtain. The first time – they lost to a Raiders team that was neck and neck with them right, the whole era. Right. There was a seven-year run in NFL history where the Steelers and the Raiders won six of the eight titles. So it's like, hey, we had a team that was basically almost as yep, good as mm-hmm. us. It was finally their turn. And in 1980, and this is the one none of us mentioned, you just hold your breath, against 1980, that Steelers team was ra- ravaged by injuries. And so it just wasn't the same. Okay, so go to modern, more modern day. The Niners, 88-89. Un- they had a chance in 90. They fumble with two minutes left against the Giants in the conference championship game, lose on a field goal at the end, 15-13. The Cowboys, they, it was similar to what I was saying about the Steelers-Raiders. The Niners were right there. Mm-hmm. Bill ate them every year yep. in the playoffs. The yep. Niners finally got their turn. The, and then the Broncos, Elway retired. You don't have to worry about that. And the Patriots in 05 just actually weren't that good. They only won 10 games. They got blown out. So they're kind of the outlier. Yeah, I think we – that was a – I know we're talking Brady. The, it turned the ball over, I think, five, five times. Five times. But that, but that also that Patriots team was not a great team. No, they were 10 that was wins. kind of just a Brady. And, and so the point that I'm making is – the one that, if you're right now yelling at your screen, at the team as a fan of a team that has not been mentioned, it's Bills fans saying, we are the Raiders of the 70s. We are the Niners of the 90s. We are the team that you keep beating in the playoffs that one day will get our own. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I am more of the belief that the Chiefs are closer to the Dolphins of the 70s that could have won three straight on the front end or back end, right. and you just hope the sea of hands play doesn't go against you. Like So those are the teams that have come closest, and usually, Wilds, they're, barring a retirement of a coach or a quarterback, mm-hmm. they're right there. It's not like there's a lot of teams. It's like, oh, they fell off entirely. That's the best part of it. Um, All right. Well, Tom Brady went back-to-back for Super Bowls two and three. Then went nine years before winning Super Bowl four. So, Nick, do you think there's – I'll start with you, bro. Do you think there's any chance that the Chiefs fall into a similar Super Bowl drought? Honestly, I don't. I I cannot fathom Patrick Mahomes going ten years without winning a Super Bowl. Well, Brady did. I know. But at this stage of their careers, Mahomes is better individually than Brady was at this stage. No question. Right? You yeah. can talk about yeah, Brady yeah, later. Yeah. But at this stage, Mahomes is much better. And so, and Mahomes is like LeBron. Like LeBron, we are still, he's 39. Mm-hmm. And we are still like talking about, and I think he's still feeling, I got to get more rings because he's chasing. Whether yeah. you think he's past Jordan or not, yep. he's right. chasing Jordan six. All right, Jordan at 38, 39, nobody was even thinking about, oh, he's got to get more rings because he had passed the guys he was looking at, Magic and Bird. Steph even, is anybody really focused on, like, Steph's got to get a new ring? Yeah, no, we might like to see Warriors. him. Right, we might like to see him compete with a team like that, but he doesn't – he's not have that guy in front of him that he's chasing. And so Mahomes is very aware, and, and he's open about – He's chasing Brady. So I think that will keep this team on edge and him on edge. And I just think he's too good also to even – that's unfath- I, I will. It will be one of the biggest shocks in modern sports history if, I, yes. if they don't win another Super Bowl in 10 years. Do you think Kelsey's going to play for another 10 years? No, no. but I've never we, seen we, him without Kelsey. But we, I'm not saying it's impossible, but, right, but the secret to the Patriots dynasty Kelsey is that is big. There's turning. no doubt. Okay, but, but you're right. Kelsey and Mahomes and Reed are the common denominators, and I don't think Reed's going to coach for 10 more years, but he's obviously like going to coach for, for a few more years. But we have seen the Chiefs with totally different types of teams win That's Super right. Bowls. You know, high-flying, yep. got outscore everyone in 19, a team that was high-flying despite not having the weapons last year, and, and by and this year where a team that scuttled and was defensive-based and Mahomes was excellent throughout. So I'm going to say there's two reasons I do not think this is likely. One is that I don't want to say dirty secret, but the underrated part of that drought is Tom in that stretch in the playoffs – had a lot of really bad moments. Tom Brady in that stretch had six playoff games, six, 
with more interceptions than touchdowns. Mm. Tom, mm. They, Mahomes has had one in his career up right. to this point. Tom, they, they, and if you go through it, and we can show you Tom's numbers, I think, in the, in that stretch. Like it's not like they're brutal, but it's not. It didn't feel like in that near decade, like oh. We have don't, we have such an edge because we have the best quarterback in the world. That was when he was wasn't even viewed as the best exactly right until wow. he was viewed as the winner, Wilds. But he had people forget what that all looked like. And now in Tom's defense, he I think had two seasons lost to, to injury because 08 you lost the whole yep. year yep. and 09. He was not that same guy. It took it took him longer right. to come back from the ACL, mm-hmm. and then and then this is what you have to avoid in my if you're the Chiefs, the 2010 season, the Patriots were 14 and two, the dominant team, and they lost to Mark Sanchez and the Jets. That's it's like, a bad huh? One. And then the next year they were even better, and they're in the Super Bowl, and you lose that's to Eli bad, again. But that's bad luck. That's, 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 that's Manning. No, that's man. That's Manning. That but I'm saying that's the luck. Yeah. The luck. No, no but I agree. But here's where I disagree. I. You, when you are that good and you are playing a team you are reasonably a massive favorite over, you should like you, you want to not let luck come into play. I know. And so, that, so that's, the part, that's the part of the era where it's a little confusing. And then it got real scary for Patriot fans because Peyton Manning goes to Denver yeah. and they're instantly awesome and they beat him in the playoffs. I just I don't see that type of drought because. Mahomes is so great already. Brady's best pl- playoff performances all came later right? uh, the, in yeah. the latter half of his career. And so there's nine, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. Nine. Lost the divisional rival Jets, two to the Ravens. Could you see Lamar peeling off too? Just beating Mahomes in the playoffs. Well, I, I in, could in see, nine years. Of I'm just saying one. Okay. Like I, he's going, <laughs> he's going to get. Peyton one Manning in the next got ten two, years. two trips to the Super Bowl that were Eli played crazy. One turnovers, one injury. Like, that's it. Then all of a sudden you have it. That's the drought. So here's – but I guess here's where I would push back on that. If you look at those seasons, in 2005 they weren't that good and they got blown out in the playoffs. In 06 they just blew the AFC title game. That was the 21-3 game to Peyton. They came all the way back. They got blown out. You're still playing – Peyton Manning. No, no, no. Like- no, of course. But my, the, the point that I'm trying to make is three of these playoff losses, they got blown out. But – this is another thing that we haven't seen and we've gotten numb to. Mahomes now, playoffs and regular seasons, through six years of his career, has three Super Bowl titles and four losses by more than one score. Right. So they, 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 they're not they, – because they are not blowoutable, they are, they are able to have the luck matter. You know, if they were down by 17 when the muffed punt happened in the Super Bowl, it doesn't matter. Right. Because they had right. held close, that's why it was able to matter. All right, let's take a look at Mahomes' resume. Uh, three Super Bowl wins, six years, two-time MVP, three-time Super Bowl MVP, almost 300 yards passing, best ever, and 15 playoff wins. Brady has similar numbers in a few categories, but other than that, you're going to go cross sports here. Sure, yeah. Best start to a career ever. So, so I just – so, Brew, I think I narrowed it down, and I want to know where you fall on it. So we can start with football, and it's clearly Mahomes. And what I did is championships, championship appearances, uh, championship MVPs, league MVPs, and uh, times missed the playoffs. And I think we can show Mahomes against Brady and Montana, the other greats, and Mahomes clears the field. So Mahomes would move on from their wilds. We got a lot going on today. Just follow us on it, okay? Because they're all going to look like this. Then Then I kind of did... Old legends that you're curious about where they're at, and we're not going to be. There we go. So the only one who's really Babe Ruth, I was surprised. They, but then I'm like, oh wait, they He's didn't even pitching. Have, yeah, exactly right. Okay. But that matters, right? First so that's the Red years. Sox for se- I did seven because I'm including for Brady okay. and Mahomes to be fair okay. their rookie okay. seasons. So Gretzky really looks like, oh my god. So then, and Kareem is the missing the playoffs, even though he was so great. So that, that final column is missing the playoffs. Gretzky won seven MVPs his first seven Yeah, years. Gretzky was pretty unbelievable. He's, pretty good. He's the only athlete we'll ever that when you go to his Wikipedia, you have to go to another Wikipedia oh, just for his record. Really? Seven? Um, and then, so then I went to basketball only, Brew. And you have, the, the so the people that are going to stand out are Bird and Russell. And so this is what I right. came up with for the greatest starts to a career ever, if we can show the last one. And it's, not quite Patrick, 
if we're being honest, as much as I would love it to be, Russell and Gretzky are going to be pretty damn hard to clear ever for anybody. Russell, the only reason he doesn't have championship MVPs is the award didn't exist. He, he won four league MVPs and yeah. won the title every year. Gretzky won a third of the titles and was league MVP every single year. But I think that's the list, Brew. I think if there's a Mount Rushmore of best starts to a career ever, he's clearly number one in football, and those right. are the guys he's competing with. No, that's fair. I, I, I think it's obviously Gretzky. If you With that list, I mean, seven MVPs that's is pretty just, good. <laughs> right, in the championships. Russell, look, obviously the six championships. In his first seven years. Seven years. And five in his first six. But Russell, individually, his statistics weren't what Mahomes is. No. Now, rebounding, he led the league But he still times. won league MVP four times. He went right, right. So, it's that, – that might be something. But, look, generally, you have to go to in individual sports. <laughs> like, to, for, to put somebody with Mahomes, you got to go to, like – Tiger. Tyson with boxing. Tiger and – or mm -hmm. Ali with boxing. Tiger and golf. Like – it's clearly football. That's not even close. And and ironically, we talk about the goats, LeBron and Jordan. They're not close. They're not close. They're not close. They I mean, because they didn't win championships. I know, but it just takes. It's just a, sort of a different trajectory. But it was. Yeah, I mean, they got going once they got going, of course. But but and they were great individually. Mm -hmm. But the team, they didn't have the the championships. The do you do you think Wilds is a Brady guy, but also a Mahomes guy? That Brady, at the very least, Mahomes has now surpassed Brady's early Brady? Yes. Yeah, because I don't think early Brady was still – it's almost like he needs a different name. He was still pick 199 Brady at that point. Right. I don't think he hits He was Brady until the perfect season. Until yeah. he got my, uh, yeah, Randy, uh, Moss. Randy Moss. Then he sort of just emerged into a right. legend. Everybody realized how great he was because he hadn't had great receivers to that point. Then you give him Imagine one, it's like, oh, my God. seven gosh. years when the Chiefs trade for Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh, boy. Oh, man. <laughs> trade up to get it. Uh, did Brew nail the Purdy Breeze comparison? It, wow, I mean, Everybody is stealing Brew's takes. Next it's on really FS1, unfair. the Fox Sports Show. I need Sirius this XM. victory, though. I need <laughs> this victory. <laughs> that was not my vape. That was my headphones. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. As we celebrate Black History Month, I'd like to recognize four men who were reintegrated into professional football in 1946. Kenny Washington, a former UCLA running back who shared the same backfield with Jackie Robinson and Woody Strode in one of the most celebrated backfields in college football history. Washington signed a contract with the Los Angeles Rams when African-American players were banned from league play. Just months after he joined the Rams, the team signed Woody Strode. In that same year, a little-known coach named Paul Brown of the struggling Cleveland Browns signed running back Marion Motley and defense alignment Bill Willis, thereby integrating a startup league called the AFL. These four signings marked a significant moment in black history that would change the sport forever. Welcome back to the show. You know, maybe Kyle Shanahan should have opted to play defense first in overtime. Maybe not. We don't quite know. But, man, Florio went the whole way, huh? <laughs> Pumpkin alert. <laughs> Chiefs coach Andy Reid got a fresh start, albeit after 14 seasons with the Eagles. Shanahan already has seven years with the 49ers, and he's lost two Super Bowls. It changes, you know? He brought him to two Super Lost two Super Bowls. At what point will it be in his best interest and or the team's best interest to have a reboot? <laughs> Losing his job. Florio, <laughs> my foul. Okay, we'll start with you. Will Shanahan eventually need a restart? I, I don't think the Niners should believe anything other than we want Kyle Shanahan as our coach as long as we can possibly yes. have him. The, for Kyle, 
Here's the thing, and I promise I am not taking a shot at Brock, but he knows how hard it is if you don't have that guy at quarterback. And that's why, and now it ended up being the wrong decision, that's why they traded three first-round picks for Mm. Trey Lance. Because he wanted finally to be in a playoff game and say, you know what, fair fight. If not, actually, I've got the better dude, as you would put it, coach, at quarterback. And the Niners, now at this point, kind of a victim of their own success. Unless Brock Purdy takes what I would consider to be a massive leap or two, they're never going to have that guy unless they all then, you know, get super lucky in the draft because they're not going to draft high. You know, right, the, the, right. and so I, I, I don't think the Niners should want to move off Kyle Shanahan, but I do think if Kyle Shanahan's like, man, you know, the next time a Justin Herbert-type job comes open, I would understand if Kyle Shanahan was like, man, that would be fun to be able to coach that type of guy. Coach, coach that, that, that's well, all. <laughs> I, I, look, I think first Kyle does have to look in the mirror. Like, every coach has their flaws, including Andy Reid, Belichick, all that. And he's got to look at the things he has not done. And maybe I'm, I would imagine he's doing this. But look at his the clock management and why haven't I done some of these things in sure. these big games. Like, he's really got to sit down. And if it means bringing somebody alongside you that helps you with those things, you got to do that. So that's number one. I do think, look, I think next year is critical for them. Because, and I think to your point, how long he stays, because he might want to go somewhere else, some of it may depend on Brock Purdy. Does he show next year that he's really that guy? Not just he has another good season like this, but does he show you that, oh, he can carry you. You can't just win with him. He can carry you. What's up? He's just in overtime against what you guys call the GOAT quarterback. No, He's but, just in overtime. But, but Brock think, Purdy took Patrick Mahomes to overtime, this great defense, to overtime. It's like maybe you, he's not the guy. Well, no, but, I think you just want to see more. Like, even see I want to see it another he, year. He's gone to the Super Bowl or NFC Championship, what, four out of the last five years? And he lost in overtime to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs with his third defensive coordinator in three years, and they they built continuity in the organization. They took a quarterback that was the last pick in the draft, and he's been incredibly successful. I think Brock Purdy's made a lot of strides o- over the course of that time. And and we say reboot, like Andy Reid like, suddenly decided, hey, I, I don't like Philadelphia anymore. He got fired. They yeah. fired him after he went, what, 4-12. Four four and, and his reboot happened to come with Patrick Mahomes. That's <laughs> well, pretty, not immediately. That, not immediately. Yeah, but that's, but the cha- lot, that's really what it but is. But there's a lot Mahomes. of other coaches that are rebooting, like Sean Payton's rebooting in Denver, and it's not going as smoothly because he's got Russell Wilson. So, if, so as you look at the grass being greener somewhere else, it may not be. He's got a relationship with ownership. He's got a relationship with the GM. They've got continuity. I mean, there's a lot and of things w- that have been really great about what he's done. Yeah, wouldn't you say? I agree with that. And as great as we see Andy Reid is, he I, he probably doesn't have a Super Bowl without Mahomes. Well, no, but so like, that's the Alex Smith or somebody he, else. No, but no so, I know, but I'm saying, no, like, so, that's the reboot. You so, got the best quarterback so that, but so, <laughs> so if, if I can I respond to just both the points you guys made real quick. First of all, Wilds. It, the Niners took the Chiefs to overtime, right? And so the the this and I'm not attacking Purdy, but the the reason I think Brew is saying next year is so critical is after next year you hey. decide right. if in order to keep Brock Purdy you have to lose so you know so many of those great players yeah. that you helped get you there. But the Andy comp is a good one because while early in Andy's career he lost playoff games to Brad Johnson and Jake Delhomme in conference style games, people were like, man, you had McNabb in his prime. After that. Andy's playoff games in Philly. He lost to Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Kurt Warner, Tony Romo in his best year, and Aaron Rodgers. And so every time, even though Andy had McNabb and then Mike Vick, he was at the QB disadvantage except for maybe one of those years, Vick versus Romo. Or that one, I mean, McNabb versus Romo, I don't quite remember. Um, And so I do think there's an element of, and this is why I push back on the pumpkin alert stuff, even though I thought Kyle had some game management issues, where you have to overcome so much if every playoff game, and in in, uh, Kyle's career with the Niners, you can argue he's been at the disadvantage at the quarterback spot from a talent perspective in every playoff game except for the one against Geno in in Brock Purdy's first playoff game. That's like me wearing shorts every day in the winter. Be like, man. 
I sure am cold. Like, yeah, man, it's your decision to wear shorts during the winter. Yeah, but you can't He's just picked up the pie chart and decided to spend one percent of it on Brock well, Purdy and and have a bunch well, of. They, they did try to get Trey Lance and they blew it. You know okay, what I mean? that didn't so, work. Okay, yeah, so, like, so am I supposed to? What am I supposed to no, cry I know. about that? No, but the, but Wilds. Let's say they decided. You know what? Let's say this off season they decided. You know what? Forget this philosophy. We are going to get rid of all these expensive stars because we want to pick a quarterback off the franchise quarterback tree. Who are they getting? The answer is Kirk Cousins if they're lucky. Like, it's not like you, you, you're presenting it as if they've had these options to get great quarterbacks. They did right when he got there, and they didn't scout Mahomes. They decided we're going to get Kirk the next year, and that was a mistake. But after that, it's not like they've had a ton of options where we are choosing not to have a great quarterback because those great quarterbacks don't come available. He tried to get Tom Brady repeatedly. It didn't work. Right. Try harder. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just saying, try harder. It, it just, I just don't like being like, oh, poor Kyle, if he only had a quarterback. Like, we're I was choosing to have a young quarterback. What? And the guy 880. Uh, let you in on the process. <laughs> we have a Google Doc to put stories into. But if you really want a story in the show, you text the producers. See if you at home uh, can guess who texted this report from Albert Breer. <laughs> Some may question Brock Purdy, but Spags and the Chiefs defensive staff don't. They were blown away by how he ripped apart the zone. <coughs> One of the coaches told me he sees Drew Brees qualities in Purdy. Brew your reaction. Wiles, that might have been your best read Thanks. of this <laughs> football good. season. That was great. Well, I'm glad all these people watched the show. <laughs> <laughs> And a lot of smart football people are now making the comparison of Brock Purdy to Drew Brees. Myself, yeah. a Super Bowl winning coach, whoever that coach is, he's on the Super Bowl staff. Why wouldn't – I mean, this is a compliment. And Right. And, and Drew Brees you, himself. Me Drew Brees. Look at Drew Brees himself. What did oh, making Drew Brees the himself say? We're about to see. He's shown to be that guy. Right. Like, listen to the way the teammates talk about him. Yeah. His teammates love him. It's his timing and rhythm and the bass that he plays with. It's, it reminds me a lot of the way that I play yeah. the game. Yep. To me, when people say, oh, he's a system quarterback, well, guess what? He just went outside the system, made incredible plays that totally transformed the complexion of that game. To me, that says this guy is ready to do whatever it took to win that game. Right. Outside the realm of what you would have thought yes. he would have done. I was roundly mocked by all of you yeah, I'm gonna for do it making again this comparison. Yeah. That's Drew Brees saying it himself. <laughs> I mean, so, come on, coach. Four I, and I, one yeah, in the look, playoffs I, when he plays. I don't you know. know which coach on the staff said it. Maybe the strength and conditioning coach said it. But <laughs> let, let, I think it, was, I think me, it might have uh, been can I, can I just, off the Can record. I just show you what the game plan was for that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's see if we can see what. What are, oh, we just wanted Brock to throw the ball. Mm. So I don't remember going to any game against Drew Brees That's and going, great. hey, we just want <laughs> Drew Brees to throw the ball. That's all we want to do. And then let's take a look Brock at Drew's, let's wow. take a look at Drew Purdy's stats. Okay, so in Drew the first Purdy. half, he was 67, <laughs> then 52.9. That doesn't seem very Brees-esque. Typically, Drew got a little bit better as the game went on, as he, as he figured out how things were going to unfold. That's not really Drew Brees-esque. And, and look, post-Super Bowl, as a winner, you tend to be very um, generous with your compliments of the other team. And I think that that was a very nice right. thing for them can, to say. I can I? You know I'm right. Can I? All right. Can I make it just <laughs> a point here? He was chewing up their I mean, the, zone. The game plan was Spags was like, we got to change the zone. We if Drew Brees were on this Niners team, it would have been the greatest team ever. Currently or, or vintage Drew Brees? Maybe, maybe currently. <laughs> but certainly here, listen. They tried to I, sign I, him in the offseason yeah, and he didn't get Brady. Uh, I, I just would like a little respect on Drew Brees' name. I know Saints fans don't like me because I'm the only person that understands their salary cap in the national, well, in, 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 from their local media. But this is one of the 15 greatest quarterbacks ever who, from 2008 to 2016, averaged 5,000 yards a year. Averaged it. And it's like, oh, he had no, his number one receiver most years was Marcus Colston, who was a, now Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, he was good. He would be wide receiver three on the Niners. Is what he would be. And so, again, like, I, I am not trying to. I have been very nice to Brock Purdy the last couple days because I thought he played fine he in the played, Super Bowl. And well. I thought, that, you know, he kind of played into the Chiefs' hands as far as they were, they were trying to take away the run to make him throw because they were more scared of Christian than they were of Brock. And Brock, to his credit, didn't make any brutal mm-hmm. mistakes. He had, if you're doing the wows and yikes, 
He only got one yikes, and he got away with it. And so, and he had a couple wows, so I give him credit. But <clears throat> the Drew Brees thing, you're right, Brew. I made fun of you, and I will for years. A comp uh-huh. is not saying he's going to be Drew Brees. He's closer in Super Bowls to Drew Brees than Mahomes is to Brady. You okay. You do the math. Okay. Wow. Is that true or not? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, this year, Patrick Mahomes wasn't an MVP finalist, received a smattering of votes that placed him seventh. Well, next year, he's starting off as the favorite, followed by Josh Allen Burrow, C.J. Stroud, and then the reigning MVP, Lamar, in fifth place there, bro. Curse of Broussard strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just saying, you had him going to the Super Bowl, all of a sudden he's fifth. The guy literally has the MVP, did win the MVP He did yeah. win the MVP. Who's the best bet to take down Mahomes? Well, first of all, I think Purdy's going to be a factor. Oh, all right? I like can, it. Can I, Purdy is going to be a factor next year. But if of that list, I'm going to say Joe Burrow because I think he's going to come back like – I'm assuming he's going to be healthy because that's a problem for him. But – He's going to be so hyped to win it, and he's going to have the narrative, you know, almost like a comeback player mm-hmm. of the year. I mean, he'll, he'll be up for that too, but I think Burrow will be the guy out of those. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Chris. I think it's Burrow as well. And, and as we went through the list with Brady of quarterbacks that were around during his you know, initial run and how good they were and, and how challenging they were versus – Mahomes and, and his run, I think that Burrow's got yeah, the chance to, to emerge as that, that competitor for, for Patrick. And let's just look at him head-to-head. So he's 3-1 and one against Patrick when they played each other. He's got a better completion percentage against Patrick, more pass yards, better wow. touchdown Drop the banner. radio, and better <laughs> passer rating. So, yeah, I mean... He's the check marks on there, So, so if, you, if you look through them head-to-head, this this could emerge as as hope. Well, is that how you win league MVP? Hopefully, it'll merge. Play Patrick hopefully, it'll merge. Game. Well, I mean, I, it's I just know. one of those one of those guys that can beat Patrick in the playoffs, where everybody else seems to struggle with it. Yeah. So it's been him and Brady. Yeah. So I would That's say it. that he has the best chance to. to oh, okay, upset him. I don't I don't know why. You could, see, here's the thing. Coach loves Patrick Mahomes, but he just likes to needle me so much. <laughs> so many the uh, the, the question so was I, who has the no, but so I I he maybe does. took it further than you guys because I was not only looking at Shocking the top. You took something further. No, I'm that. saying I wasn't looking at just the guys in the top right. five. I expanded it because what did while you pointed this out early, but what did we see from the MVP historically, but also all five finalists this year? What did they have in common? Well, they were one or they were the one or two seed. Exactly right. We a- have every a single of how it finished. Okay, go ahead if you want. So to. Lamar went from first to fifth all of a mm-hmm. sudden in, in the uh, yeah. uh, favorites next year. Dak is all of a sudden not even in the mix, and he finished second. Mm-hmm. They've got two 49ers that are just in the Super Bowl. Then Josh Allen was actually the two seed after a bumpy road. Then Tyreek and then Mahomes way down. So. Theoretically, historically, you have if you want to be in the mix, you have to be a one or two seed. That's why, and so if we're saying take down Mahomes, I think the Chiefs record-wise bounce back next year. They take one of those one or two seeds. So I'm going to go to the NFC, and I'm going to go with two quarterbacks that were right outside of this list that I think teams could be very good next year. Mm. And if you're the quarterback for an excellent team, you have a great chance, and that is Jordan Love and Matt Stafford. I think Matt Stafford, if he's healthy all year with uh, Cooper Cup, if he can be healthy for start to finish with the emergence of Puka Nakua, great, you know, excellent young running back. They've drafted well, and I think McVay is brilliant. I think Stafford, fully healthy, could have a monster season. I think people, there is sometimes, I don't want to say sentimentality, but a little, hey, Matt Stafford's never even come close to an MVP if he has a monster year. And I just, for Jordan... That is massive projection, I understand. But I don't think there is a great defense in that division. I think the fact the way they ended the season where he had like 23 touchdowns, two picks over the final couple months, I know the second half of the playoff game wasn't great. I could see him having a monster year. But if I'm looking for a non-Mahomes bet, I wouldn't want someone in Allen or Burrow that's got to go through Mahomes during the regular season as you were pointing out those things. Dak, got a chance? Anybody? Dak, anybody? 
Um, I, Dak oddly will face a little bit what Lamar is because of the playoff game. Yeah, People are going to look at so. that. A little bit. He'll have to be You phenomenal. can usually get your first MVP, though, despite that. He'll have to be outstanding. Coming up in 10 short minutes, an early edition of Mahomes. It's our best one of the year. Is it really? Yeah. Well, it's the wow. first one of the year. The best. Wow, okay. Yeah. It's an early edition. Yeah. Way too early. Way too early, excuse me. Uh, time now for Afternoon Headlines, sponsored by Ram Trucks. They are built to serve. All year, Michael Parsons talked about going to the Super Bowl, and gosh darn it, he did it. <laughs> Hosted a podcast from Las Vegas where he laid out a plan for how the Cowboys can improve on a season that saw them embarrassed in the wild card round. Take a listen. We need to paint a better picture of who we want to be, fix our mistakes, way more kind of people need to have way more accountability. Um, I just think we let things slide too often because we know we're good. And Absolutely. So – that's all about me, bro. I want to change the culture. I want to change the identity of what the Cowboys are. Cut the charades out. Cut the extra stuff out. I just want people to lock in for 22 or whatever. 22 weeks, weeks bro. Okay, That's great. Your, your reaction. Does that mean he's dropping the podcast? I don't believe Wouldn't so. that be extra stuff? Well, Here, look, I like what he said, but here's the problem. Micah can't change the culture because Micah doesn't set the culture. Jerry Jones created this culture, and I think that culture's been there since Jimmy Johnson left, and including when Barry Switzer was there. And they got a little more lax, and Jerry took more, obviously, ownership and leadership, and it's been that culture ever since. And so the culture to me is we are a soap opera in a football setting, and our main thing is entertainment unspoken, but that's our main thing. They need to switch from that to being a football franchise where football is first. Football is the only thing, but only Jerry Jones can do that. Micah can't do it. Well, Bill Parcells coached there, and I can promise you that that wasn't the coach culture when Bill was there. So there was that time period. And, and look, I, I don't get this. I don't know if, if Micah says something, and then the public reacts to it, and then he's like, oh, I'm going to say exactly the opposite thing. Because just a few weeks ago, he said he was fine with his playoff appearance. He was, he was content with his preparation, all, all that stuff. He, he was good. You know, it was everybody else's fault. His one tackle in the playoff game, or in the game they lost, was outstanding. So you want to be accountable, be accountable for yourself. Let's just start there. Let's just start there, and, and you take care of what you're supposed to take care of. You're a leader by virtue of your ability. So act like a leader. Be a consistent person out in front and set an example. And don't talk about it, and don't talk about all the things you want to change. To do something about, yeah, it. It's just, about it. It's just over and over and over again he gets on and talks about what needs to get done. Yeah, I, it, it's, it's so old. Okay. Can I defend Michael Parsons sure. no. for a minute? Listen, hold on. And I think, you, I think you might agree with me. Maybe. I believe his heart is in the right place. Yes. I believe he, I, I believe I he truly wants not, not just the personal accolades and these things. I think he wants to be great. I think he wants the team to be great. And I think he is, like a lot of very young people, kind of figuring out the exact path towards that. And the problem, and now I'm going to sound like an old man, and I don't mean Say to. Say it, old man. The problem is he is figuring it out in real time behind a microphone, and we're all on the journey with him. And so this is to your point, Brew, about the guys who typically have these are you know older right. veterans or you know they've been through it more. Yeah. Or to your point that he needs maybe a better producer or co-host <laughs> yeah. or somebody. Those things. Instead, it is stream of consciousness. I don't think any of it is. I haven't heard him ever like throw his teammates under the bus. Uh, I, what, what do you mean? Uh, who's he throwing on the On accident, there? sometimes he does it. Like, man, our game plan wasn't where it was supposed well, to be. Well, that's not his teammate. Okay. I think, I think what, maybe is it the team? Coaches. He's throwing Dan Quinn under the bus. Yeah, that's he's not throwing, his He's throwing Mike McCarthy okay. under yeah. the bus. No, I, I, he's throwing here, Jerry Jones under the bus. He's not throwing under the bus, but there was – he had some guests on. He had Stephen A on, and Stephen A uh -huh. was like, oh, I get to do my Dak stuff. Uh -oh. And he, he was cooking, and then – and, and uh, Micah Parsons, like, I've seen Dak in 
big moments, and then Stephen A. <laughs> yeah. him again. Oh, well, again, again, this is and this would it's just similarly, and the, you know, I respect Stephen A. But if then afterwards, Micah was like, "All right, now pass rushing drills." Well, that's you what I'm saying. Me. Well, of this course. is really unfair. Like, to of course, Stephen A. is going to be better at that. But Micah's but entering into I that. I know, I get it. But I, my, my point is, and he is putting himself up for criticism. So I get, I, it's it's fair game. But I don't look at this as I look at Micah Parsons as should wants to be part of the solution, understands maybe because of some of the criticism that there is an accountability issue or a culture issue, but hasn't solved how to fix it. And he's trying to figure it out in real time. Yeah. And it's for Bleacher Report. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it, like I, Bleacher Report is the one winning this. Right. Yeah. Bleacher they're Report wins. You could, I right. mean, he could be like, you know what? I'm not doing the podcast. Would that hurt the team? No. no that would help. It, it, as great as the podcast is for us, he really should stop. So I don't want to get in his pockets, can, but. Can really I, so stop. can I ask you real quick? I know we have less than a minute here. Does, I know we always talk about players don't get in other people, you know, don't count another man's money, those types of things. Does a coach, does Mike McCarthy have the authority to say, you can't do that? You can't do the podcast. Or is, it, is that now like, buddy, I'm off the clock and I'm not doing anything against the rules. Like that would cause a real problem. Yeah, I, I don't think that – it depends on what the uh, conduct detrimental to the team is. So if you feel like an action that a player is taking is conduct detrimental, no. you can then potentially fine the player but for those things. Right. But it's, it's a gray area. It's a slippery slope. And you don't really want to have to be in a position to right. do that. You want your guys to go out and, and be successful and make money and, and all those things. You just don't want them to do it at the expense of the rest of the group. Jerry could do it if he'd stop talking himself. Well, that's that's Kelsey had all those drops earlier in the air. The I know, but he, <laughs> if he wants podcast. to win, stop talking. And then you can say to Kelsey's Micah. Kelsey's podcast is great. It's and he has a co-host. Well, a co-host. Maybe just Ray get a Mysterio co-host. Jr. Just Great. And these are guys regular colors? Yeah. Oh, this is my regular colors, too. I wear this every day. I mean, this is just tremendous. You, no. I need to practice. No, look, look, Wilds. You hold the other end. Oh, that would have been bad. <laughs> no, you almost shot yourself in the face. Well. Live from New York. It's a show that is celebrating the finale of Never a Doubt Year. Yeah. It's first things first. You're in for a treat. Was there ever a doubt? I mean, how could there have been? How does the throne feel? Justified. <laughs> that is a nice throne. When you have that defense and that quarterback was a little practice. Drop the first of, I promise, many banners because practice does, in fact, make perfect. Balloons dropping on your head once again, bro. <laughs> I, I, had, I had the courage. I thought that they might come through, and they almost did. When you're the only team in the league with not one, not two, but three goats, in what world should you be an underdog? You mentioned it before. All the Chiefs did was go into Las Vegas, <laughs> put their feet up on the couch, and ate some sandwiches. I never should have even made this medicine. You guys think that the 20-0 was wrong. The bulletin board remains on. It's like the usual suspects. Exactly right. There we go. Drop the next banner. Drop the next banner because the dynasty is official. And the three peats on deck. Patrick Mahomes sent a message to the show, so the show should send a message to him in the way we can, rather than a tweet. Dusty, drop the greatest banner we've ever dropped. Yeah, (laughs) exactly right. Live from New York, it's the show that is preparing to go to the parade. And Kansas City, be nice to Brooke. Yeah. Be nice to Brooke. I'm beloved. Yeah, okay, Wilds is fine. Yeah. He's back. Be they nice were nice to last year. I'm, yeah. I, I am wondering what the concept this is going to be this year. Today, how much longer will the 49ers Super Bowl window be open? Meanwhile, we discuss the right to party and how you need to fight for it as we prepare for Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs parade. But right now, as you saw... On Sunday, the mountain, treacherous for other quarterbacks. Inevitable for its namesake. Where Super Bowl confetti serves as the ultimate snowfall. Alas, we start anew on a brand new trek in a segment we're calling a way too early 2024 
season edition of Mahomes Mountain. This is brand new. It's brand new. Kevin Wilds, thank you for the great introduction. And you know what? This season, Coach Mangini is going to have the reaction to the Mahomes Mountain and the tears like he has the bub list. I just can feel it. He is going to love it. He is going to endorse it. First, though, so as you know, it's a maximum of 28 people on the mountain because it's seven-level mountain. So that means these guys not on it. Drake May, you're going to be a top three pick. You couldn't quite make it. Will Levis, I actually like some things I saw from you. You're not going to make it. Everyone else knows they're not going to make it. Why is Daniel Jones not on the mountain? Because he was barely on the mountain before he got hurt. Now we got to see him. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that's fine. Okay, make your – that's fine. The Daniel Jones mountain, you and Greg Jennings can scale it together. None of those guys are on the mountain. Some of them won't be starters. Row seven, not bad, by the way. I, most of these guys – you have some level of optimism that they can bounce back or get back to their previous selves. Of all the guys, and, and Jaden Daniels, if you're the Patriots, I think he's the guy you hope falls to three. I am, Obviously, he's a rookie, so you can't put him too high up. Anthony Richardson is the guy on this level that I personally have the most optimism in. I thought he looked really good before he got hurt. Row six, what a jam-packed row. Two number one picks. The last two quarterbacks to lose in the Super Bowl. A four-time MVP. Tua Tagovailoa was the MVP favorite at one point this season. That's how stacked the offseason edition of the Mountain is. Those are the names on level six. Now to level five. Jordan Love might be too low. I'm not sure. And listen, I'm, I, I, mean, I understand. I get it. Break. I get it. People are going to say. Bias. People are going to say Trevor is too high. Yeah. But Trevor Lawrence has right been called by so. many people. Peyton Manning 2.0, and everyone knows Ooh. that Peyton around this time of his career had the playoffs, playoffs here with Jim Mora, <laughs> where it didn't work out and it turned out just fine for him. Caleb is maybe a touch too low, and no. shout out to two of our last pure just drop back passers. Not going to beat you with our legs, Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff. Kirk was playing great this year yeah. until he got hurt. Jared Goff played well throughout. Fourth row, wow talent. All with their own question marks. For Stafford, it's about age and injury at this point. That is the question mark with him. For Lamar and Dak, it is, can you replicate what you've done in the regular seasons, in the postseason? And for Herbert, it is, when will the eye test line up with the standings? When will, because we all understand how talented he is and the wow stuff he can do, but the, the wins have not come along with it. All right, third row. These guys are all unquestioned studs. Uh, and if you are a coach of any of these teams, you are saying, you know what? Maybe if our guy plays his A game, he can go toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes and win. Burrow did it in uh, once. CJ hasn't had the opportunity. Josh Allen has come as close as you can without actually winning the game, but has played well in most of those playoff appearances. Row two, totally vacant because nobody deserves to be within one <laughs> row of the best quarterback we've ever seen, the most talented quarterback we've ever seen, the greatest start to an NFL career we've ever seen, Patrick Bleeping Mahomes II. That is the way too early edition coach of Mahomes Mountain. Prove me right. Uh, you're, way, you're way too early in anticipating me agreeing with you. I have a lot of questions, but the first question is, is Lamar Jackson. And there's this narrative that I don't love Lamar Jackson and that I, I don't appreciate what he can do, and, and it's not true. I think that Lamar is special and, and has a unique set of talents, and when he plays those talents, he's, he's as dominant a quarterback as anybody there is. And he should at least be in that second row. The issue with Lamar is when they go into the playoff games and suddenly they're going to they're gonna move away from what he does so well and take the pressure off the defense, and that's why you get the results that you get. But to me, when Lamar is doing the things that Lamar does well, he's, he's as good as anybody and could easily be where Patrick is. Okay, well, that's a bridge too far, but it, it is nice to hear because Coach is unfairly maligned as being anti-Lamar when I think you were more anti the change of offense and the plan and skeptical. I think it's trying to stuff something down somebody's throat that they don't do as well because you think it has to be, you know, it has to be a 
a key component. It's, it's not the right approach. So Lamar obviously is more accomplished player than anyone on the mountain other than Mahomes from a regular season standpoint. Mm -hmm. From a postseason standpoint, I have, I have CJ ahead of him, and Lamar would say, oh, I beat him yeah. in the playoffs. And so I would understand, like, those would be fair. CJ way too the, Those would be fair criticisms. I don't, listen, I am a big believer in CJ. If CJ wasn't in the AFC, I think he would have been a good MVP pick. I don't know if the Texans mm -hmm. record's going to be good enough. I just, I think that we saw Lamar with as good of a team as he's ever had with home field against the weakest Chiefs team, and we saw what that looked like in the postseason. So I would just have more optimism for Allen, CJ, or Burrow if they were to try to topple Mahomes. Well, look, I I'm stunned. What? Because the first few, last few days, or maybe just yesterday, mm -hmm. yeah. I thought you were starting to come around on Brock Purdy. I know. I was kind of. Maybe last week, too. Friday, maybe. Yeah, like he started like to that. say something. You started to say some nice things yeah. about Brock oh. Purdy. So I'm stunned he's so low. I will give you this. What it would, it would be? His row? Row four? Which one? Not his row. What's the row above? Row him? five. Okay, row five to seven is jammed, or, or five and six are some yes. some good names in there. So yes. I, I will give you that. Baker, However, who I love. I, Baker's my guy now. Yeah. However. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I got to move Purdy up, Dude, all right? Obviously. I'm moving Purdy up to the Stafford, Lamar, oh. Dak row, oh. Herbert row, because here's why. He's checked every box. Thank you. What else does he need to do? He's got the great individual numbers, which separates him from a Jimmy Garoppolo, who just won with Shanahan, but didn't, you know, have great individual numbers. He's proven no stage is too big. He faced Tom Brady in his first start, had two touchdowns and a victory. He His first playoff game, 330 yards, three touchdowns. His first Super Bowl is facing Patrick Mahomes and the best defense in the league, and he plays better than Lamar and Tua did against them. Very played well enough for them to win. And then, and so I don't know what other box. Let's look at this, what he did in the Super Bowl. Okay. This graphic will stun some people. Oh, I got two see. of them, actually. So, first of all, most fourth quarter or overtime go-ahead drives in a Super Bowl. Using my texts against me. <laughs> yes, I sent right. This. I yes. sent him this. He, has got, he had three. This is in one game. Yeah. In his first Super Bowl, he broke that record, if it's a quote-unquote record. All right? But check this out. Look at the next record. This is the most in Super Bowl history. So, Brady's got nine of them, but he's been to ten Super Bowls. Mahomes has four of them, but he's been to four Super Bowls. Brock Purdy, Eli's got three, but he's been to, two, what, two? And Brock, three in one Super Bowl. Like, the dude, I don't know what else you want to hear what you, what's up, from What's up, Wilds? What's up, Wilds? I, there's some graphics I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And you often hear me say, oh, that's interesting. You didn't hear that. Oh, you That's a like great a, graphic. Three go, go ahead, ahead drives. That means had he the defense held. I actually grew for the record. Then do it for me. I agree with that because there were three times that if he, he if the defense had stopped them, they would have been yeah. Super Bowl champions. Okay. If the, Maybe, my problem now, Wallace didn't get it. My problem with your initial point is there is not a single person. And I know people will be mad at me. There's not a single person above Purdy on the mountain that I don't say it. That I think. Don't. I think the Niners would be better <laughs> with every single person don't above him on the mountain Here's instead of him. I, I just look, think that. And I, I just believe that. Stafford's going to be 36. Yeah. I'm Stafford had tremendous weapons too. Great offensive yeah. mind is Sean McVay. Yeah. Puka, yeah. Cooper Cup. Yeah. And Kyra Williams, who was. Year. Was he? His, yeah, his numbers aren't better. I understand. Purdy's numbers better. were better this year. They both had. Jalen Hurts, bounce talent. back season. Hello. Checks every box for a bounce back. Here are the boxes. Hell. Level 10. I didn't ever believe he was fully 100% healthy this year. Leadership. Anybody want to give him less than a 10? Uh, Not. Come on. Oh, give me a break. What do you write for the Philadelphia Inquirer? <laughs> you like, I don't like his stoic at nature. I don't know. You like fortune cookies? Come on. Go ahead. He's awesome. <laughs> Weapons. Nine out of 10. Sure. I'll give him 49ers 10. Offensive coordinator. Kellen Moore. Uh, do we still love him? Uh, do we still love him? Uh, eight out of 10? Nine? I, I don't know, buddy. Eight out of 10. Oh, I don't know. He, he left the Cowboys boy. and that got better and went to the Chargers and they got worse. Well, that's an indictment on Justin Herbert. Next, okay. chip on his shoulder effect. 10? 10. 10. 10. 11. 11. 
I still think Jalen Hurts is that guy. Also, experience. I like a little, like, it's just a Super Bowl hangover. We've seen it a hundred times. It's just a late Super Bowl hangover. So you, you want hangover. me to elevate Jalen? Yes, he's I'm, great. We know he's great. Listen, I'm just not comfortable elevating Jalen ahead of Brock Purdy. I'm just not. There, so <laughs> just doesn't. He was a right Super Bowl no, hangover. There, there, I know, you, it's you not left right. Caleb Williams that. up there. But Caleb Williams. Kyle Shanahan would call oh, his left to, arm. You got to listen to Merrill Hodge, my friend. <laughs> okay, uh, listen Merrill to Hodge. Welcome back to an electric show. No, Bosa ended the game with a handful of pressures, and this is my favorite play where he's running in the wrong direction for a good 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Coach, you like this one? I mean, he's still good going. He's well, still it going. was the first designed run from Mahomes in like four years. Just watch Bosa. This one. He's still, his ball is still going. <laughs> I think he tackled the guy. I'm just saying. Man. Steve Wilkes got on him about their effort quitting <laughs> on plays. He Look, nobody believes Patrick is running. Uh, <laughs> great call. Yeah, nevertheless, he's a little run. philosophical. He's an all-time great <laughs> player. It We're was hilarious. I'm sorry. It was just a good trip. Uh, take a listen. <laughs> I feel like it was hard for anybody to say much after this one. Um, we've been so close so many times that um, there's only so many more opportunities that we have. We have an amazing core of players that are going to be back, and um, we have to be better. Okay. 49ers Super Bowl window still wide open. In order to agree with this question, you have to say yes. I think it's wide open. Yeah, I, Like I a do. spring day. I think it's wide open. I think they're in the inferior conference, and they have a talent edge on everyone they play in the conference. So I don't. The I'm not saying there should be the overwhelming favorites. What you about know what Brock? I mean? The and yeah, don't you think a lot of that too is the NFC versus AFC? That's what I mean. Yeah. The inferior conference. Yeah, I would not think it's. Here's the thing: you can have the inferior quarterback in a playoff game and pick a team off. Right. It's very hard to do it four times in a row. And no matter what you think of Brock, you would potentially be in a like if Brock had the Chiefs' path this year in the AFC. I think he's better than Tua. But then is it a significant disadvantage to Josh, significant disadvantage to Lamar, my opinion, and then I guess Mahomes is in the NFC. And then so I so yeah, I think it's still wide open. For, but I think that Brew, I think it stays wide open for one more year. Well, until they yeah. have to pay Brock or make a decision there. That's what I was gonna say. And the next year, of course, it is wide open. But Brock that's going to be the thing. Everybody's coming back. I mean, they Chase Young's like their yes, biggest free fine. agent. And we'll Ayuk seems unhappy, but he's under contract. It's a weird spot. Yeah, so, so if Brock, that you said it. I mean, Brock has to play. I think they really need to win it next year. Beyond Brock, if they pay Brock, obviously they could lose some guys. If they decide we want to keep these guys and go with another young quarterback, that, yeah. then there will be a question there. But I think there's another issue, Coach. I think, and we've seen it kind of with Buffalo, and you've alluded to it, burnout. Like, if they keep getting close, like with Jim Harbaugh, remember? Two NFC Championship games, a Super Bowl, or three NFC Championship games. One of them, they got to the Super Bowl, and in his fourth year, they were 8-8. and And so I think if they don't win it next year, they get close again but don't win it, I think there could be a burnout factor where they may need to make some changes. Yeah, so they're in good shape right now. They're not in great shape. So from a salary cap perspective, they're five hundred thousand over the salary cap. Puts them twenty-first or under the salary cap, which puts them twenty-first. But all their core guys are signed. Right. Now there's six defensive linemen that are free agents, so they're going to have to replace some of that that depth on the defensive line. The good news is that they have an extra third-round pick, an extra fourth-round pick, two extra sixth-round picks, so they can they and a full draft outside of that. Except they they don't have their seventh. So all that stuff is positive. But to Nick's point, you've got Brandon Ayuk who's starting to say, hey, I might not be back. And mm. typically what happens is when you win, guys want to start getting paid. Everybody feels like they deserve more money mm-hmm. than they have. And there's a bunch of 49ers that are paid a lot of money. Ayuk's not necessarily on the high end of that. So you, you get into that element uh, as well. And then the last time they went to the Super Bowl, they went 6-10 and 10 the year after. So they really suffered from the Super Bowl hangover. How well are they going to deal with that? From a quarterback standpoint... I like the fact that Brock showed us things that he hasn't been able to do, like coming from behind. He should be better. It's, it's wide open, but there, this offseason is going to be bumpier than I think people believe. The, what, Wilds? Nothing. You go. No, go. No. Well, you don't, you don't believe in Brock, but you believe in the 49ers. So we're always kind of trying to play with that. And last, this year, you're like the wows and the yikes, but he slowly started to win you over. 
Do you have more boxes that Brock needs to check until well, you no. become so, a listen, real believer? So, okay, so what I was very impressed by this postseason is in games prior to the Super Bowl where the yikes were off the charts, mm-hmm. just some mind-numbingly bad decisions early, he didn't let it wreck him. And I, and I did think that he made some significant, obvious plays down the stretch of both of those games. And two weeks to think about playing in the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes and all of that, and the fact that his best quarter was his first quarter. And then, as Brew mentioned, well, I didn't think he made a ton of – the play to use check was really good that yep, you included in the highlights. Uh, but he, you know, he kept a steady hand. I think that – he has very significant physical limitations. But what are those? His like arm strength? He can move. His, his, he, no. he can move. Wait, hold on, guys. Guys, guys. Not, not compared to the great athletes of the position. Well, we, how many, there's like the, five. How many great right, athletes? Right. And that's five? what he's trying to. Right. The guys he needs to get through. The guy, no, but he, he got his, through. His mobility the, no. is is good. I actually think he'll run more in the future. So I, so I think that would be state. a terrible idea because he's small and frail. No, so, but enough. Little, he'll slide. And, uh, you know, he's uh, not going to get okay. stuck. I'm not, like I'm not going to say he's yeah. going to be a runner, but I'm saying he he has enough mobility. He's to extend. This is play. the blessing of low expectations. We saw him. <laughs> we saw him make three good scrambles in the Lions game, and now it's like, oh, in the in he's championship game. I saw him get a horse collar tackle in the Super Bowl. He's not a through Breeze. Uh, also, our YouTube channel, getting up there. Still a little disappointing. We are not catching can, Mr. Beast. Can I, I shout out one other podcast? No. What's right? Metal time. It's great, guys. Check it out. <laughs> no. Stop. What do you mean? Stay focused. I'm focused. You're out here like Micah Parsons. It's You're a the Micah Parsons product. of this show. Okay. A superstar. <laughs> but are you totally locked <laughs> Warriors in Utah. Draymond hit a half-court shot. Uh, 12-9 and 8. Warriors won the game. Not good enough for a medal for him, but his teammate got one. Bronze medal. Chef Curry. 25-6-10 as the Warriors try to steady themselves as they have. Nice little winning streak. Jazz on the verge of that. Yeah, pumpkin alert. Yeah, pumpkin alert. <laughs> They're actual pumpkin alert. Silver medal. Brew's going to be mad it wasn't a gold. Wimby, 27-14-10. Win over the Ten Raptors. Blocks. Ten blocks. You're right. Triple-double with blocks. Uh, and then, but the gold, Brew, I think you'll agree with. Gold, maybe. Giannis, 36-18-5. And a win over the defending champs mm-hmm. in a game that, game they needed. And so we're going to go ahead and give the gold to Giannis. There's the medal stand from a great night in the association. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs parade tomorrow. We're headed to the airport shortly after this segment. Um, Nick, I'm going to ask you, mm-hmm. what or who will be the highlight of the parade? And are you worried, a bonus question, are you worried about the reception for Brew who picked the 49ers well, against the Chiefs? <laughs> so funny, Wilds. So, and you've been just outstanding today, by the way. Uh, your second question is the answer to my first. Oh. The MVP of the parade is going to be the fans of Kansas City showing like what that. Midwestern nice they are. Because they're going Thanks. to be, in, if Brew had done to the Chiefs, to the Eagles, what he did to the Chiefs, and we were going to Philly, he'd be oh, yeah, dodging yeah. shrapnel right. the whole game. Instead, it'll be some nice, you know, a little poking. I wouldn't be surprised if there's, a, you know, a placard of cowboy brew or something to <laughs> poke fun. But aside from that, hey, why, going, why you just put that out there? For somebody I, I'm just saying, like, you know if somebody I mean, wants to bring one of those, placard. but I think that they're going to be very nice. So the fans will be the MVP. I that think Travis Kelsey is going to be the MVP. Well, he's going to be great. Well, you know, he has to fight for his right to party. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll be there. At what time exactly are we going to go? Uh, is there, is, it is, was really when early. When the cock crows, buddy. We're going to be there yeah, early. Yeah, we're going to be there early. Yeah. So we look forward to seeing everyone in yeah. Kansas City. Also, I get to meet the mayor. Again. Yes, the mayor of Fair. Oh, and the mayor last of year, Brew met the governors of Missouri and Kansas. Yes. And then and then, and had gave them great takes. The Governor Parsons and Kelly and Kansas is great. Remember Held court with them. I don't even know if he knew they were the governors. <laughs> up next. Might as well they we'll were see you at the parade fans. tomorrow. <laughs>